Hello! Welcome to this day's Grace podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Elise, and I am so excited because it is Testimony Tuesday. And so we have such a sweet visitor with us today. Her name is Lucy Ferguson. She is my dear friend from SVU. We met here on campus close to the beginning of the year. We take uh, what I think is the dumbest class in the world <laughs> called Reason and Self, but it actually is awesome because it's philosophy and it teaches you a lot of awesome concepts and ways of thinking, but it also is really hard for me to understand. So Lucy is just brilliant beyond measure <laughs> and <laughs> teaches me everything that I need to know. And we get to also have um study group together with our other dear friends and it's so awesome so a little bit about lucy is she is from west jordan utah which is just 30 minutes south um of salt lake and i love that because i know salt lake that's where i serve my mission and she loves to write she loves to draw and she loves singing she is an artist Y'all, you need to get her, you need to look at her um, website. She has a blog, and I will link that below. She is very talented. She makes stickers. She makes photos um, for family, like whatever they called. They're like just faceless faceless photos and portraits. They're beautiful. And so you (laughs) need to, I will make sure I give you all of that information um, below the podcast. And she served a mission in Denmark. Um, She had a Danish-speaking mission, and I am so intimidated by that. (laughs) I just can't even believe she had to learn a language. I'm like, that was the number one thing that I was so overjoyed when I read my mission call. I was like, (laughs) English-speaking, hallelujah. And so that was awesome. And she's passionate about healthy sexuality and history. Her major is marriage and uh, family family and human human development. development. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And what do you hope to do with that? So I actually want to um, write books and curriculum to teach um, just healthy sexuality, just sex, mm-hmm. sex ed, um, just to, important there's, stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of stigmas out there, and I just want to do my part to change it. So, good, yeah. good. That is so awesome. And so, if you had to pick one Thanksgiving meal food that is your favorite, what would that be? Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. Really? My aunt makes the best deviled eggs. They're so good. I could Mm. not have guessed that. What would be your favorite Thanksgiving dessert then? Thanksgiving dessert. Well, I mean, pie is really what you have for dessert for Thanksgiving. But the best kind of pie, in my opinion, I, I always like the classics like pumpkin pie, but I think strawberry chiffon pie is so good that sounds my favorite like heaven Mm -hmm. i don't even know if i've ever tried that what is different about it than strawberry pie i actually don't think i've ever tried strawberry pie so it's basically you mix um whipped cream and strawberry jello okay and and just mix it together and put it on like a graham cracker crust it's so good yeah nice wonderful well i'm so excited to eat i mean (laughs) I get excited over food that is not cafeteria food because <laughs> we're in that time in our seat, our life. Um, 
I don't have a kitchen here in my dorm. Um, Lucy lives a little bit off campus and so um, she gets to cook and she is very talented at it. Um, I have had her um, lasagna and I could, you could probably make that for me again sometime soon. <laughs> I'd be happy to. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for visiting yeah. with us. And as always, we um, love to hear your testimony of Jesus Christ and who he is to you. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, my, I don't want to say my testimony of Jesus Christ has been recent, but it's, I because I've always believed that, that he's real and that he died for us and, and all that stuff that I learned growing up in church. But I never really had a personal uh, relationship with him until recently. And so I'd say it's been pretty recent, but... Honestly, um, I, because Jesus has so many different names Mm -hmm. and some, and, and I, I love that he does because sometimes you need him in different capacities. Sure. Like sometimes you may need him to be your good shepherd or you may need him to be your redeemer or you may need him to just be your brother or friend, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he he's all of those things to me just depending on what i need him for in the moment but it's been it's been really neat to kind of get to that point where i can have that relationship with him or can i call on him when i need him and okay. and so i guess that's who Jesus is to me. Oh, I love that. I love that. That encompasses all of him. Mm-hmm. Do you know what has changed? Um I think, well, I don't know. It was, um, I always felt like he was kind of this person out of reach where he was kind of more a story on a page or, or when we, when we learned about him in church, he was always this high above being, you know, where I'm not even worthy to touch his sandals, you know, like, and, and I think recently there, I've just, really done a lot of study and um there's this great tv show called the chosen which actually really really helped (laughs) um but it kind of like brought jesus down to my level not in the way that like he he's not divine you know because he absolutely is but i think i kind of needed to view him more as a person you know his his human side than than his divinity like um, just in order to build that relationship, because because as a as a divine being, like I, you know, I I guess I pray to Heavenly Father, and so I have a pretty good relationship with Him. But like, my relationship with Christ was very distant until, until I decided to kind wow. of like, who is He as a person? Sure. Who would He be if He were to come in my room and sit on my bed and have a chat? You know. Yeah. So I think that all changed. Um, just. Yeah, and then um, one other thing is that um, as as much as I, I don't want people to have to go through this, to have this experience, but I really f- developed my relationship with him through making mistakes. Okay. Because I was able to, to utilize the atonement and feel his love for me, that he still loves me despite mistakes, yeah, you know? I, I feel that. like that strengthened it, like, more than anything else, so... I love that so much. And 
I totally agree with her that if y'all have not watched The Chosen, just <laughs> just press pause and go see an episode. You will just feel so uplifted and strengthened. It is cool to be able to see Jesus Christ do the things that we do, mm-hmm. you know, and respond in such um, simple but powerful ways. Mm-hmm. They're totally, it seems more obtainable to respond like Christ after watching Chosen Mm -hmm. than before. And so I love that you said that. And so recently I just had this reoccurring theme um, of the faithfulness of God. Mm -hmm. I have gone through a little bit of a rocky patch this semester, just adjusting to being back in college and um, making friends, um, trying to find my place and to not worry about my future. And I've just been thinking, surely other people have been feeling that way too. <laughs> you know, I can't be the only one or somehow I, I sure hope I'm not. But um, I totally have a testimony of the faithfulness of God. And I don't know if I can have a testimony of that by looking at my temporary circumstances. <laughs> but just like knowing his eternal mm-hmm. perspective, I know that he's he's faithful in all things. And so what is something or an experience that you've had that has helped you to see the that God is faithful? Um well I think first of all, just kind of defining what that means to me is just that God always keeps his promises and never leaves us alone. Um, which sometimes can be difficult to understand or believe when you feel like you're all alone or when you pray and all you, you feel like you're just talking to a wall, you know, because I feel like everybody has experiences like that. And some people sadly more than others, you know, um, but I think what helps me is just remembering times in my life when he has either kept his promises or I've found, I, you know, I've been blessed in one way or another, um, or just he's answered my prayers. Um, there was one time I was in the missionary training center and I was so overwhelmed because like you said, I was learning Danish, which is a really difficult language and, um, definitely did not like learn coming even close to learning in the MTC, but, um, I felt so alone. And, and like I said, it was one of those times where I, I was praying and I felt like I was talking to a wall and he just wasn't responding. And I was so alone and I needed a friend, you know, I needed some consolation that like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, um, and this was like two weeks went by and just nothing. And I was getting so, so frustrated which I'm sure is very, you know, understandable for many people, you know, um, God's ways are not our ways. And sometimes it's really hard for us to wrap our brains around that because we just want it the way we want it. And, you know, um, but one time I, um, after those two weeks of just silence, I went, I snuck out of my room after hour, after lights out and went into the bathroom. So I was all by myself and the lights were there was like one light on in the bathroom, so it was darkish, and I just kneeled down and just said, Heavenly Father, where are you? And um, I just felt like like spiritual 
uh, a spiritual hug, you know, like spiritual arms around me and just said, I've always, he just said, I've always been here. And, um, and that moment kind of was enough to give me enough strength to make it through the rest of the, my time in the, in the missionary training center. And there were times on my mission when I was running into the same problem. And in those times, it can be really easy to get just angry and, you know, like, why has God abandoned me? Or, but then I remembered those, that time in the, in the missionary training center where I, you know, he, he's told me he was there. And so I just had faith that even though I couldn't feel him or couldn't hear him, that he was still there and that there was some reason either he wasn't going to answer my prayer when I was praying or he would like, you know, answer my prayer through somebody else or, or in some other way that I wasn't expecting or, um, and so just times like that where I, um, I let what I do know give me the strength to to have faith that God will continue to to be faithful and, and keep his promises to me because um, he has, you know, he has in sure. the past. So Sure. It sounds like you've you he's just had a perfect track record in your life. <laughs> yeah. and so it's like I can trust this. I think that yes. this will you know, I I can trust this. Yeah. And um, I love that you had that experience where he showed up when you needed him. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes even when we don't see his physical hand when we need him, relying on those past experiences mm -hmm. when we've known that he's done it before, he must be there mm -hmm. even if my eyes can't see it. You right. Know? And yeah. I love that so much. And it makes it... Um... There's not so many times, but I've been, had a couple times where I've talked to people and they've just been really frustrated. They're just like, God's abandoned me, you know, and I just want to like grab their shoulders and just tell them like, no, like, yeah. I promise you he hasn't. You just got to keep going, you know, because I think that 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 enduring, you know, and keep doing what you're doing, even though you're not seeing results in the moment, you know, um, is the hardest part. It is. You know, especially when it feels like you've been going and going and going and you just, nothing has happened, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn consistently and just over and over and over again is that his faithfulness is not dependent on my circumstances. Mm -hmm. That I, he is going to be faithful even if I... um feel faithless mm -hmm. and even if I am suffering mm -hmm. that that is not a reflection of um his character no and so that has been a really really hard theme to completely relearn every single time I'm in a moment of crisis where I feel um abandoned by him that I just have to remind myself this feeling has nothing to do with his character mm -hmm. absolutely but because um because he's faithful and we have to keep knowing that, how do you build confidence in knowing his consistent faithfulness? How do you, how, what would you tell somebody else who really is not having faith in the faithfulness <laughs> of God? <laughs> well, 
it's it's honestly something I'm still working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot, like a, a very strong testimony that God has a plan for me. And I know that because there have been times in my life, um, there's actually a little bit in my patriarchal blessing that says what you want to do may not always be what God has for you to do. Which was so frustrating because then so I'm just sad. like, I'm like, how do I know if what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing or oh if it's just goodness. what I want to be doing, you know? Um, but I think I'm actually glad it says that because it kind of has allowed me to, to present what I have to the Lord and be like, is this what you want for me? Sometimes he says no, and sometimes he doesn't say anything. And sometimes he says yes. And, and sometimes you just have to take a a step forward in faith. But there have been so many times in my life where he's directed me. I mean, coming here to school in Virginia was one of those where, I was comfortable. I was living in Utah and I had like, that's where my family lives, all of my family. And I had a great group of friends and, um, but God wanted me over here and I didn't know why, you know, and, and, but I was like, you know, I guess, you know, what's best for me. And I came out here and I have just seen blessing after blessing. And I've, I mean, it's, there've been hard times as well, but I, I feel like the things that I'm going through here and who knows if it's just, you know, I just needed a, a change of scene, but, um, the things I've been going through here have definitely, I've grown immensely since, since arriving. So, so I, I guess just seeing, like I said before, kind of looking back on those past ta- past experiences where either he's answered my prayers or I've seen my life blessed. Um, has really helped me have faith that he he's going to remain faithful to me that's and, good. and to what he has prepared for me. Mm-hmm. That's so. good. That's good. Is there ever a time where children of God can look back on their past and not let their past be a future their future mm-hmm. like how do they know if they haven't experienced um comfort in those moments where you were right. in the mtc and you felt alone um what would you say to that one person who is not experiencing his comfort or his peace i'd say just keep going um because i've i've gotten to know god quite a bit my heavenly father my my growing up my dad was disabled and as a teenager this was it was very very hard for me um i did, i don't think i realized how hard it was until later but i was reading some journal entries and it was it was a dark time in my life and um but because i i was feeling distant from my physical my my biological father you know my earthly father i became really close with heavenly father we we Whoa. talked a lot and i think because of that i because we we talk a lot and and one of my strongest points of my testimony is i know that he's my father because he treats me like a daughter wow. and i i mean i i study marriage and families and god is the ultimate parent like the ultimate example That's of parenting right. and and once i understood that and understood how he parents it it became a lot easier to understand the moments when he he I didn't feel help or mm-hmm. I didn't he feel anything when I was praying because sometimes we have to just take a step of, 
a leap of faith, like a step into the darkness, and that's how we grow. Because um, he's not just going to give us the answer every time, you know. That's deep. Um, and so I'd say, because um, it's really easy to give up in those moments mm-hmm. when you're not feeling, especially if you've been praying for months and months yes, and haven't received, you know. Um, but I'd say just keep going, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, keep trying and keep... Because that's what faith is. And I feel like it's those moments where you keep going. There's this there's this little graphic that I've seen where these there's a picture of these two guys that are digging a tunnel, trying to reach this wall of diamonds. And this one guy, he's hacking and he's hacking and he's digging this tunnel. And he he's he's still far off, but he keeps moving and keeps moving forward, just trying to get that wall of diamonds. And then the there's the other guy, he's he's like a foot away from the diamonds but he does he can't tell because he's in this tunnel of dirt but he's like oh i'm so tired and then he gives up and turns around and goes back and you're like you were so close you know you just had to keep going and so that's what i i think of that all the time where you just have to keep going because because i the god i believe in never leaves you alone even when you feel like that and i don't believe that you'd go your entire life without feeling him and so I think if if it's been, you know, this long spell of just silence, like, just keep going. Because yes. I promise, like, you're going to feel him sooner or later, you I know. I love that. I so. love that. I like that so much. I keep thinking um, there was a, a quote that I was given once to not mistake the silence of God as... Um, the absence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people think that since he's not talking to you or you're not receiving revelation, he's just not there. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case. Right. Um, I think that over time I've had to gain, um, even just recently, I have had to gain discernment of the things that are in my life that are troubling me, that I need to surrender to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and the things that I need to do something about like learning that responsibility of how to change the um, hurt and oppression that you're facing is like learning okay this is this is not good but this is something that I need to give to God mm-hmm. um recently um even just here um we're in my room and there was this past week I had just way too much on my plate. And so I just wrote down every problem that I could ever think of that I had (laughs) in my life, like just everything. And I just prayed about it. And then I um, color coordinated them each. Um, with, <laughs> You're so organized. It's just, it was terrible. <laughs> um, the green was things that there's a, there's a solution to. There are things that are in my power that God has given me that I can do something about this pain that's in my life and then yellow's like okay well there might be something that I could do about this there might be something that um could have a solution but I'm gonna need help I'm gonna need um other people praying and helping me solve this problem and then red is like there's really no solution (laughs) you know and you have to give it to Jesus so red is just give it to Jesus and it helped me to see there is something there's a lot of things that I do need to give to Jesus, but there are some things that he has given me tools because he's expected me to do something mm-hmm. in return or, or something to um, alleviate the stress yeah. that I'm experiencing. Well, and, and I was going to say, 
that a lot of times God is answering, you know, mm-hmm. when God, God is there and he's showing himself to you. You just have to kind of open your eyes to see it. Um, cause sometimes you, you know, he may answer you in the form of a friend or a text message or, you know, um, just somebody saying hi, like there, there was, there've been times where there was one day a week or so ago, I was just super lonely. I'd, I hadn't been out of the house all day. It was a Saturday and I was just feeling gross and, and, and sad and alone. And that's usually when Satan starts to be like, you know, like starts working in my head. And, but I had a friend who that evening, so I was just feeling terrible. And a friend that evening that was like, you want to come over and watch a movie? And just that was like, that's what I needed. You know, I just needed to get out of the house. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it was to me. So sometimes you may say, where's God? I don't see his hand in my life. Um, but you you kind of have to look in places you might not normally look or, or open your eyes to see things that you might not normally see. Sure. So That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, I love that. It's hard to know um, what my vision is lacking from the temporal perspective that we're mm-hmm. in. And so I love that, that yeah. sometimes we just have to pray to ask Heavenly Father to strengthen our vision to look more like His. Mm-hmm. And I think that He often does that through tears sometimes. Yeah. Um, but what would you say to your younger self? Um, because of where you've come, what advice would you give to your younger self for anyone who's in that position that you have come from? Um, there were a couple things I was thinking of. The first thing I would say is that all the little, those little things, like praying every day or reading your scriptures or going to church or just like keeping a constant of the gospel in your life in whatever form that may be it may not seem like a big deal at the in the moment but I'm who I am today because of those things because I was I kept going um when I was growing up because I was homeschooled and um every morning before breakfast we would do what we called devotional which is where we would read a chapter from the scriptures and we would sing a hymn and say the pledge of allegiance and um, you know and as a teenager I hated it because <laughs> I was like I'm so hungry I just want to eat breakfast and then my mom made it some sort of punishment where she was like nope you can't have breakfast unless oh we goodness. read scriptures <laughs> and if you don't read scriptures with us you don't get breakfast anyway um I hated it as a teenager but I am so grateful for that now um, so I, yeah, just all the little things, like you may not think it, it means a lot to, to, to miss, you know, and be like, oh, I, I don't need to do that today. Or I maybe, you know, that, that missing those in the same way also makes a very big impact on your life. Wow. Um, the second thing I'd say is that I wish that I'd come to know Christ earlier, you know, cause it's very, it's been very recently that I've really come to develop a relationship okay. with him and I wish especially on my mission um I wish I could go back and relive those years with what I know now you know with with the testimony of Christ that I know that I have now because I feel like it would have made a big difference in 
in the way that I was a missionary, but also in the way I viewed myself, you know, just the, cause, cause now, because I, I have a, a stronger testimony of Christ and can have been able to feel his love for me. Um, when I haven't felt a lot of love for myself, like it's been so great for my self-esteem cause I'm, you know, I know God loves me even if no one else does, you know, <laughs> um, but, and then the last thing I would say is that a lot of times we feel distant from, we feel like we're, we're putting our, making ourselves distant from God because of mistakes or sins. And I would just go back and tell my past self that mistakes don't diminish your worth. Um, that everybody makes mistakes and that God and Jesus or heavenly father and Jesus are waiting are so excited every time you turn back to them after making a mistake. Cause that's, I feel like that's one, I mean, sins and mistakes are kind of trial. Yeah. And, and I feel like we go through trials in our life a lot of times so that, um, it's kind of a choice about which way we're going to turn. You know, we could turn toward God or turn away from him mm-hmm. in those moments. And so I think that I wish that I'd known that a while back. That it's okay to make mistakes as long as you repent, you know, as long yeah. as you turn back to God because they're waiting. They're sure. waiting for you every time. There, There isn't, it doesn't matter how many times you mess up, they're going to be there every time. Sure, so. that's really good. And I just thought of this final question, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, <laughs> but if you in the next five years were to become the person that you want to be, what would that person say giving advice to you now Hmm. well I mean I know I'm not perfect but like I feel like I'm 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 super happy with how I am now I know I'm definitely have room to improve um I don't know I just think hopefully with the the sorts of things that I I try and get in the habit of now um with with like self-worth you know thinking of myself as the way that God sees me um but then also yeah um because I'm that's what I'm working on right now I guess is just to tell myself how much value I really do have and that it doesn't matter what Satan says it's not going to change you know because I feel like that's the thing that, that I get attacked with the most is just that, uh, well, I, I really love the person I am, but but Satan likes to, to lie and say that no one else does, you know, and which makes me feel really alone. Sure. And so I think just Satan's stupid. Don't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's so, true. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Well, thanks so much for sharing your heart today and giving us such wisdom and edification because we (laughs) need that. I, if you have time, I would love to do one quick game with you. Yeah. Just a little word association game. And so how this is going to work is I am going to open my scriptures up to a random page. Um, I do not have them like tabbed out or anything like this. (laughs) We're just going to pick a random word from the page and I'm going to say the word. And then you'll say the first thing that comes to mind, um, the first word that comes to mind. It could be, you know, a place, a name, or um, just whatever you have as an attachment to that. Mm-hmm. 
to that word. Okay. All right. Let's so let's go. get started. All right. The first one is Lord. Lord. The first thing that comes to my mind is just um, that image of Christ as the good shepherd. There's mm -hmm. like a, a, a picture of him with his sheep. And I don't know. I just... It's just what popped into my head. I love that. Mm -hmm. What about creation? Creation. I think of the, for anyone that's been through the temple, there's the temple movie. And my favorite is this one with watercolors. And oh, just like, I love that. It just basically paints the creation. And it does. I think it's, that's what I think of every time. It's just, because I feel like that's how God did it. Yes. Because he, yes. he's an artist, you know? <laughs> I love that so much. What about Grace? Grace. Um, I think of Brad Wilcox. He gives this talk. Amen. His grace is sufficient. <laughs> yes. That's what I think of. That's I think that's where I first understood what grace, grace meant was that Absolutely. talk. Absolutely. That is a remarkable talk. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. What about spirit? Spirit. Um, I don't know a single word. Uh, if there's a, a single word that pops into my head, but I love that the Holy Ghost is a person mm -hmm. with a personality. I like that. He's an actual being. What about truth? Truth. Truth is truth. <laughs> Yeah. There's no such thing as as your truth or my truth. It's unchangeable. Yeah. There's just one truth. Amen. Wow, that that whole message is not well received in no. our world. Today. In fact, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh no. Well, but no, it's it is true. Yeah, it's true. Yes. And we don't understand the fullness of it. No. We can humble ourselves to say we don't get it all. But we know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and mm -hmm. the life. And so we know Jesus Christ is true and what his teachings are true. Mm -hmm. um, what about um, season? Season. Hmm. Well, we're just finishing up fall. So season, it's probably the most drastic change is the 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 switch in seasons between oh, summer and winter. So that's what I'd say. I love that. And a couple fun ones that are not in the scriptures, just to let you know. <laughs> um, Saturday. Saturday. Relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, I think of naps probably first. <laughs> <laughs> just breathe. Love that. Yes, breathe. I can breathe. <laughs> love that. Um, dessert. Dessert. Cookies and cream ice cream. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know you loved that. That's I love that. Kind, yeah. yeah, mine too. Um, cookies and cream is pretty pretty faithful in its goodness. Even the brand mm -hmm. variation like is God. pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I also love cookie dough, but it's not as faithful. Meaning yeah. the different kinds of cookie dough, it kind of, cookie dough ice cream is way too oh, yeah. diverse mm -hmm. to be able to choose Choose but that. cookies and cream cookies is and cream usually is the pretty, same. Yes. Dependent, yeah. Yes. Love that. And what about um, color? Color. I'll just say rainbow. I was thinking of the rainbows that come when, when like, 
your the sun hits the sprinklers you know mm-hmm. just That's like those awesome. little baby rainbows oh. where you weren't expecting it i love that love, those. love that and then last word um family family um amazing <laughs> oh i love I that i love my family we have good yeah super good dynamic me oh. and my family I them. love that. That's so good. Thank you so much for joining us yeah, today for and inspiring me, so many. You are such a dear friend and I appreciate you so much. Same. All right. And thank you all so much for listening. We hope you have a terrific Tuesday and join us next week for Testimony Tuesday. Bye. Bye.